Welcome to this episode of Sound Bites, a podcast series produced by the National Psoriasis Foundation, the nation's leading organization for individuals living with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. In each episode, someone who lives with psoriatic disease, a loved one, or an expert will share insights with you on living well. If you like what you hear today, please subscribe to our podcast and join us every month at SoundBites for more insights on understanding, managing, and thriving with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. Hi, my name is Hannah Lynch, and I am the Associate Director of Federal Government Relations and Health Policy for the National Psoriasis Foundation. Recently, NPF held its 16th annual Capitol Hill Day event, where advocates had a chance to meet directly with their federal lawmakers about issues affecting those living with psoriatic disease. The world as we know it has changed dramatically over the last few months. And this year we adapted our Hill Day event by scheduling virtual meetings with offices instead of the traditional in-person format. I'm joined today by my colleague, Julia Bowles, who is NPF's grassroots and advocacy manager and Stephen Keat, one of our extraordinary patient advocates who has been helpful to us in many capacities, but who especially loves connecting with his lawmakers. National Psoriasis Foundation has been holding these Hill Day events since 2004, and this year, 44 advocates from across 25 states participated in the event. Overall, we met with 87 congressional offices, and those meetings have led to follow-up conversations. Before we dive any further into the event, Stephen, can you tell us more about yourself, your journey with psoriasis, and how you became involved with the National Psoriasis Foundation? Yes, uh, it'll be a pleasure. Well, I currently live in Virginia, and I'm an Eastern Advocacy Action Network member. I'm 64 years old, and I was first diagnosed with psoriasis in my early 30s. So roughly 30, 32 years ago, I'm a retired member of the U.S. Foreign Service, a retired diplomat. I was diagnosed while I was serving in Somalia by a doctor in nearby Kenya. I wasn't diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis until much later. I have been involved with many NPF programs and have increased my advocacy work over the years. All in all, I've been a member of the National Psoriasis Foundation for more than 27 years. Well, thank you, Stephen, as always, for your continued advocacy on behalf of Foundation, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Julia, for those listening who may not know, can you give us a big picture overview of our annual Capitol Hill Day events? Sure. The annual Capitol Hill Day is an event that the National Psoriasis Foundation has hosted since 2004. And every year, advocates from across the country travel to Washington, D.C. to spend the day on Capitol Hill meeting with their members of Congress. It's a really exciting and very action-packed day because each group of advocates has a handful of meetings on both the House and Senate side. And for folks who've never been to D.C., I say the word side because the office buildings are actually located physically on either side of the U.S. Capitol building, which means that there's a lot of walking involved in this day, especially when you get lost. 
Yeah, when I first got to DC, I spent a year as an intern in both chambers and I used my badge privileges to explore Capitol Hill and the tunnels and all of that. So that's really helped me a lot for events I've done similar to this at previous organizations and now doing while I'm with the National Psoriasis Foundation. Stephen, I know we were talking and you were trying to think back, how many years have you attended the Capitol Hill Day event with us? Well, it's been at least four. It's hard to remember, so I'm not 100% sure of the exact number, but living in the DC area, I've gone up to the Hill more often than just once a year to meet with my representatives. And I've also gone to other meetings with them that have been held locally. Julia, what goals do we hope to achieve from holding our annual Capitol Hill Days? Well, the overall goal each year is to build relationships with members of Congress, educate them about what it's like to live with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis, and then advocate for policies that would improve access to care for our community. And these policy asks change every year, depending on what we're hearing from people with psoriatic disease and also the policies that Congress is currently considering. And this year was the 16th annual Capitol Hill Day, right? Yeah, that's right. And because we held this event for so many years, we've developed great relationships with members of Congress and their staff. And every year we hear from advocates who met with staffers that remembered us from previous years, which is really great for both our advocates and our cause. Stephen, having participated in this event over the years, have you been able to build relationships with your members of Congress and their staff? Yes. It's very helpful to go up multiple times. Normally, you just meet with a few staffers and occasionally a member of Congress will come and shake hands, but they're usually too busy. But doing this over the years, I've built up relationships with my Congressman Don Beyer, with his staff, and with the healthcare staff in the two Senate offices from Virginia. And while there's some turnover in the staff, there's also a lot of continuity. So I found this to be very helpful. So this year, National Crisis Foundation had originally scheduled the Capitol Hill Day event for Tuesday, April 21st. But due to COVID-19, the decision was made to make the event virtual rather than cancel it altogether. So Julia, you know, I know there was a lot of logistical things that had to be changed to make that happen. Can you tell us more about what it took to switch the format this year? Yeah, definitely a lot of logistics involved, but really the biggest change to the event itself was that we had to rework some of the policy asks to make sure that they address the new access challenges that have come about for our community in light of the COVID-19 pandemic. Overall, we were still able to accomplish our goal of building relationships on the Hill, raising awareness, and then advocating for policies to improve access to care. It's just that instead of being face-to-face -face with members of Congress and their staff, we did everything over the phone instead. So Hannah, as the Associate Director of Federal Government Relations and Health Policy for NPF, can you share with our listeners more about what the process for planning an event like this is? Sure, and I'll really speak on how we go about picking out the issues that we talk about during the event. This year, I had just started with National Psoriasis Foundation at the end of March, and so much of the planning had already taken place. And MPF had already had three asks selected, and with COVID-19, 
We wanted to be cognizant of the current environment, understanding that issues related to the pandemic were the most important thing, and think through what health access or financial issues we should highlight that people in our community may experience. This year we had three asks. And the first was that we asked Congress to encourage the administration to reopen healthcare.gov for a special enrollment period. So Americans would have the opportunity to seek comprehensive health coverage, especially in the event that they contracted COVID-19. Number two, federal step therapy reform is one of our biggest areas of advocacy here at NPF. And while we continue to work for permanent step therapy protections through the Safe Step Act, we ask that Congress adopt step therapy guardrails and protections in the next phase of relief legislation. And our third ask was for lawmakers to support capping patient out-of-pocket costs and smoothing in Medicare Part D, which would make progress in addressing burdensome out-of-pocket expenses that are often faced by Medicare enrollees who rely on costly drugs covered by their Part D plan and allow them to spread those costs across the benefit year into smaller, more manageable payments. That makes a lot of sense. And we heard from attendees that they were glad to have asks that were related to and kind of in response to the COVID-19 pandemic. And on the other side, we also heard from Hill staff that expressed appreciation that we still came to meet with them and talk about healthcare access issues facing our community right now. I actually got to virtually spend the day with Stephen and his group with advocates from North Carolina and Virginia. And I would agree that across the board, we heard positive feedback from both our advocates and Hill staff about the meetings as being a highlight for them during these uncertain times. It was a nod to normal business for them when nothing is really normal right now. Stephen, for you as someone who has attended several of these events in the past, what would you say the main differences were between this year's virtual meetings and previous years where you've been able to participate in person? Well, of course, we lost face-to-face contact. Uh, in the past, it was always beneficial to be able to meet with other volunteers from the National Psoriasis Foundation, with National Psoriasis Foundation staffers, and of course, with congressional staff and with members of Congress. But a clear benefit was that we met with higher level staffers than in the past and that we had more meetings with members of Congress. As I mentioned before, I had a very good meeting with Congressman Don Beyer, and that that was something that I appreciated very much. Yeah, those are great points. And for you, Stephen, was there a specific meeting or part of the day that stuck out as a highlight for you? Yes. I mean, I would say the meeting with Congressman Beyer normally tend to meet the staffers. And if we meet with a member of Congress, it's just something that happens in passing where they say hi, shake some hands. We were speaking with him on the phone. I'm not sure exactly how long. I'm just going to say for the moment for 15 minutes. We had a detailed discussion of the issues that we were raising. And the congressman discussed these back to us, giving his ideas, his suggestions, and indicating how his office could be helpful. So I felt this was very successful and will be fruitful for future activities. Yeah, that sounds like a great meeting. Hannah, have we heard any success stories that have come out of the event so far this year? 
we've had follow-up conversations with some offices, which has resulted in several new co-sponsors for the Safe Step Act. The House in May also passed its opening offer for the next round of relief legislation, which included a 60-day special enrollment period for the federal exchange. I like to think that we can take some credit for the special enrollment period being included because of our advocacy efforts. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we can definitely take some credit <laughs> for that getting included. <laughs> it's great to hear that the event was successful, even though we weren't able to be in person, that we were still able to have really impactful conversations over the phone with members of Congress and their staff. So, Stephen, did you feel like it was easy to advocate from home? And would you participate in another virtual advocacy day in the future? Yes. And I hope that the National Psoriasis Foundation does more events of this sort. When it's safe to do so, I hope we also do have physical calls on members of Congress and other elected representatives. But being able to do this virtually was in many ways better. As you had said earlier, Capitol Hill is a big place. And often we would be rushing from one meeting to another. We didn't want to arrive late at a meeting. Sometimes when we would be at a congressman's office, the, um, the staffers had conflicts. And instead of a meeting starting at, let's say, 1.30 p.m., it started at 1.45. And we had another meeting scheduled for 2.15 on the other side of the hill. In this case, there was no issue. I mean, we got on the phone and then got off the phone and then we got on the phone again. So I would encourage for others to get involved with advocacy, especially because it's so easy to do so from home. There's no need to get on a plane. There's no expenses involved for either the individual or for the foundation. So this is a good way for people to give back and to be involved. Yeah, definitely. There are certainly benefits to an in-person event that you're not going to get in a virtual format, but this year being virtual allowed us more flexibility with scheduling, such as meeting with additional offices later in the week after the day of the official event. So we were able to make connections with more offices. We can also more easily put together a virtual advocacy event if an issue arises last minute for consideration in Congress or we need something on the fly because there's less logistical planning involved. Thank you both for being here today to share your insight into this year's Capitol Hill Day event with us. Well, thank you for including me. It was great to participate. Great to have the opportunity to give back to the National Psoriasis Foundation and to give back to the community of people who have psoriatic disease. Yeah, and thank you, Stephen. I'm, I'm so glad we have the opportunity to share the outcomes of this exciting day with our community. Thank you again to all the NPF advocates who participate in our Capitol Hill Day meetings this year or amplified your voices online through Take Action Tuesday. Whether you've been involved in advocacy before or are just starting out, we hope you will get in touch and join us to help the National Psoriasis Foundation move our mission forward. You don't need any experience to be an advocate, just a willingness to share your story and advocate for policies that will improve the lives of everyone with psoriatic disease. If you're interested in learning more, check the episode notes for a link to our website, advocate.psoriasis.org. 
We hope you enjoyed this episode of Sound Bites for people with psoriasis and psoriatic arthritis. If you or someone you love has ever struggled with psoriatic disease, our hope is that through this series, you'll gain information to help you lead a healthier life and inspire you to look to the future. Please join us in a couple weeks for another inspiring podcast. You can find this or all future episodes of Sound Bites on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and the National Psoriasis Foundation webpage. To learn more about this topic or others, please visit psoriasis.org or contact us with your questions or comments by email at podcast at psoriasis.org.